wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the phone while Scotty's talking Way too long, got time to smoke one more Taking the message to the people now Keep smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down Yo, talking, talking the grow, talking about the grow. Yeah. Going to be talking about my grow soon. Excited. I'm almost to the point of getting uh, this HVAC cat to come over. I, I'm trying to figure out my AC situation, basically. Isn't that cool, man, that you don't have to have your own clandestine AC guy and cater to whatever vices he may have. <laughs> the, pro- the problem is it used to be like, okay, I need a hole here. Let's take part of this wall out. Uh, let's put a hole in the foundation here. All right. Yeah, I'll just call my neighbor. Temp needs Todd and it's right. all done. <laughs> I'm telling you, but, AC guy for a grower, you don't take them for granted. No, I got a cool cat already. I noticed uh, he already serviced my AC on a call and he seemed like that kind of guy. So I called him back. I'm like, hey, we setting up a grow soon. It seems like you might be able to help me. He's like, I've already helped plenty of growers. Dude. Yeah. Just, I could kind of tell. It's my sixth sense, you know. A guru was telling me the story about he went to a, a house and he went. He went and looked outside, and there was just all so It was a new rental oh, house no, or something. Like yeah, like like uh, it's a new rental house for someone. Walked up to the garage and see there's some pretty like 15 gallon plastic pots sitting out, <laughs> yes. and you can see where a piece of duct tape had been stuck to it, like a label. Like sure, someone had written something on it. Sure, hey, we got a female hunt. Walk into the garage and there's just can fans everywhere. Yeah, and then get out back and there's like a fenced in corner of the yard. Pop the gate to it and it's just white. Pot everywhere wrapped around the inside of the gate i fight a nickel for every time i said get out of here man turn to the, the weed leave the can fans turn to the person where i was at and was like oh yeah they definitely grew weed here yes <laughs> this is interesting man it's gonna be a challenge because i've never grown somewhere where i've won a tent and i'm like i'm thinking i mean give me some feedback crew but i think i should probably use that poly board in the tent too. You know what I mean? Like I'm worried about just a tent wall. Like I feel like I need a little bit more insulation. Granted, my garage is never the ambient temperature in my garage is like 65 degrees most of the time. You know what I mean? So that's awesome. I got to wrap my head around it. All right. Executive producer today. Yes. Isn't any all any all out there that want to shout out and say, what up, man? This is uh, you want to do one impromptu. Can you give me your your executive producer shout out for one hundred dollars off the top of your head? What do you got, man? What do you? Oh, I got to make up one, man. Yeah, he he, he also snuck it in there. You got to pay him one hundred (laughs) dollars. There you go. Scotty, give the hundred dollars. Scotty's got the executive hundred dollar producer for recharge. Yeah, there you go. Real growers recharge. Wait, what do you mean? Do I have to pay both you guys? Or is it 50 50 or what? Yes, both. <laughs> Damn it, man. Yeah, real growers recharge. There you go, man. Soil micro. I don't even know, man. I'm not even prepared to do a real growers. Do you get no a whole commercial for the for that? I feel like a shill there, man. I feel like no, you just say real growers recharge has love for the dude grows show, yo. Yeah, let's Perfect. just copy Nike. Instead of just do it, just use it. And yeah. There we go. There we like go. It. Perfect. Anyway, guys, it's all over at dudegrows.com forward slash value. Um, You can do executive producership for any show uh, one time or uh, preferably become a member. I love saying that. I feel like I have a credit card company. Become a member. It has its benefits. 25% off recharge for you growers and uh, plenty of other things coming. The, the What do we call it? The free grow store is, oh, is cool. in the works. That is a wacky concept, by the way. 
That's what? That's a wacky concept right there. And it's really free, too. Yes. Space shipping can be a Give, member. Giving away all the crazy stuff that's built up in my garage. Good stuff. <laughs> that's <way>. It's good <laughs> shiz, though. Good shiz. Absolutely. All right. Let's see who's growing some tank here. Instagram, hashtag Dude Grows Show. Don't forget and let us know, as Scotty said before, if there's any issues, dudegrows.com, putting up your dank nugs. I love the pull-off there for the show. Yes. So this is, again, you know how I like pictures of outdoor grows and this guy's name, Snorfin Derbs. <laughs> so he's got a picture of just showing what you can do on your deck. He's got two nice-looking plants here, and it says, My Mystery Seed. Auto, not auto, is cresting the deck rail at week one of flower. I think it's time to find her a more discreet home. Uh, the, babe, the baby Mephesto at her base will get the chop tonight. And then the four gifted cuts and the five guy will be getting some fur tonight as well. See, he doesn't, he's not using light. He's not using crow space. It's right. When he plants a mystery seed, he says he doesn't know if it's an auto or not auto. I love it. Huh. Uh, but yeah, train that thing down too. Don't forget about training when, um, Obviously, bamboo fencing is good for discretion on right. decks. Right. Um, or training down and trellising in a situation where you can't go over a certain height because most laws in most states say no visible. You know, if somebody mm. wants to complain because they see your plants because they're so ugly, um, that's against the law. If it's not so. going to flower right away, you can take the top of it if it's got one big top and just take that top and, and just bring it parallel to the ground. And then they all just turn up and they become they all become tops. All the sides become tops. I yeah, with, with, with an auto, a type of like oh. low, low stress training like that. Is the yeah. most, most training I'd want to do to it. I'm assuming I'm not assuming it's an auto. You say it could be an auto, it could not be. I'm thinking it's not. But no, something like an LST, like you're talking about, a low stress training for an auto is completely doable. You just have to be careful to not. Uh, they're kind of finicky with stress uh, and like external stresses on the plant, so you just have to be a little careful. Makes sense. Makes sense. I do not have a lot of it. The only auto I ever grew, I just left it the fuck alone in a five-gallon bucket and could not believe what happened. The only one I grew was <laughs> the first uh, female plant I grew to term, actually, was an auto flower. That's the only auto flower I ever grew. After that, I was like, oh, fuck this. I want control. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. So the girl talk today, guys, uh, pulling the questions off of dudegrows.com. Yeah. Uh, Again, I know it was summer, summertime and still is, but get some more questions up there for us. Love to get them on the show. Sure. Uh, and, and Grow Talk is brought to you by, man, I want to welcome on a new supporter, DGC Build-A-Soil. Jeremy over yep. there is going to be getting on the show, and we're going to do a little IPM special. We're going to talk about the products he has as well as just general. I mean, he's we've had him on the show once or twice before, and just good knowledge base for Grow Talk, man. It would be a great Grow Talk guest. Absolutely. Well, no, and, and just the, the knowledge that goes behind, and he's – taking the time to source you can get neem oil from five different places it's not the same neem oil and it's not it, it really depends on where it's from how it was pressed everything mm -hmm. jeremy took the time to go out and for an organic uh at home cannabis gardener to source all the best uh raw materials he can and sell them at a reasonable price as opposed to you getting like hydrofarm neem oil or something like that where right. who knows where that came from he took the time to source these all from the best places he could so that because i mean for our medical garden i want the best inputs i can possibly have in there and forget about neem dude that's old news i'm into the karanja there you go but, or, but, or you sometimes <laughs> you gotta mix them and like a 50 50 blend but in business you can choose to compete on price or compete on quality and 
and I love Jeremy because he, he does he competes on quality and he does it where he he'll go buy a tote. Trust me, to, to get a tote of Neem or Karanja or you probably got to get a few totes of each of them. You probably got to fill a semi truck, you know. So it's like for somebody that's doing that, that's got the yard and will break it down and ship it to you. That's a cool guy, and that's a friend of the DGC and oh, supports the and show. I with love it, I mean, he sells a lot of things other than soil on Build Soil, but the soil mixes he has. All of them are like batch tested. Uh, he's very open and upfront, which no soil companies really are, about the exact proportions of their mixes that they make and what's in them. So when you get a bag of his soil and it says it's 30% compost, you know it's actually 30% compost in there because there's other soil companies that they'll put compost as the number one ingredient, but with labeling for soils and amendments and stuff, it's pretty loose on what you can do. Yep. So, I mean, they'll say compost is the number one ingredient in it and it's like a tablespoon of compost (laughs) or something. (laughs) So I like knowing uh, I can look at the soil analysis on the batch of the soil he had run and everything too. It's just damn. Well, I'll say like we said back in the day, boom, that was a pretty good hit there. Excited <laughs> to have him on the show. The guy's legit and he's a good asset to the DGC. Just like uh, Grow Mouse was a real help when we were trying to learn about LED lights. Uh, Jeremy is a huge help to me as I'm trying to learn how to take all these organic practices and and, and actually do them. You know, actually what prints, no, actually organic principles and put them into practice. There you go. Here, here. All right. Grow talk, man. 600 watt conversion bulbs. By ugly, what's that? What did I just go in a time machine for a second? What happened? Yes, ugly Muppets. Wait, where's the GH3 part? (laughs) It's there. I guarantee you, it's there. (laughs) What are you making fun of them talking about 600 watt conversion bulbs? I don't know. It just seems we went from build a soil to talk about 600 watt conversion. Having fun. I'm having fun. Damn it! If he was right here, I'd pass a joint, put my arm around. Simmer down. Simmer down. I like 600. I used to use 600 watt conversion bulbs sometimes. (laughs) I used to use the what was it? The thousand watt one. The 940s or something like that. All right, ugly Muppet. What up? In the morning, my fellow growers, I'm getting ready yeah, for my next grow. In the morning, that is a, a No Agenda Show reference, sir. Yes, I oh. get you, brother. I did not know that. Is it the way No Agenda says good morning? He says in the morning, yes. All right. In the morning, like my fellow growers, I'm getting ready. Hey, and if you're going to talk my, about tomorrow, in the morrow. Look at you, my next man. grow, I'm using my old trusted magnetic... 600 watt HPS in an air cooled hood, and I use this setup for flower. I use two six bulb T5 four foot lights for veg and a four and a half by four and a half by seven foot tent with four plants in five gallon fabric pots. All sounds very standard, sure, and all sounds like the lighting's fine for the size you're using. He goes, I have a very low budget for new equipment and just um, using what I have on hand or else I'd upgrade to LED, but I can squeeze in the cost for a bulb if needed. So I was in the store today and I noticed a 600 watt conversion bulb on the shelf and wonder if I could use that instead of T5s for veg. So he's trying to, his, his bowels will only run uh, HPS bulb. Sure. So the conversion bulb just by definition for you guys is what you already know. But anyway, the, it'll be, give you a metal halide light and an HPS bow, uh, ballast. And I would say if he can get a good bulb for deal, why not? Totally. That would work. I mean, you're going to run 600 watts versus what did he have before? He used two six-bulb, four-foot T5 lights. So he had 12 T5 lights. I Would you go with those T5 lights versus or would you rather veg with 
if you veg with that conversion bulb, they're going to be, those plants are going to be a little bit more hardy and prepped yes, for definitely. flower. The T5 light's only going to get what, you know, top growth, what the top six or eight inches or something like that. You know, what, as far and as really I mean, hardy growth. We're now. looking at equivalent wattages too. It's 600 watts of the T5 or 600 watts of the conversion. Because if he was using two six bulb T5s, 50 watts of bulb. So it was yeah. equivalent wattage. You're getting like 40% more light with the 600 watt conversion versus those T5s and you have the penetrating power. Yep. Yeah, so, I would totally go for it. And I understand, man, on a budget, if you have this equipment that's still working and this is what you can afford and it's growing you a good yep. personal home grow. Yep. Nothing wrong with it at all, for sure. If it ain't broke. <clears throat> all right. I was no, using conversion no. balls myself for I thought something else back in the day. I think I was trying to get the uh, like the 10,000 like finish. I was playing that game. I talked about it on the show, maybe episode 31 and a half. <laughs> we used to use them because we would only get metal halides and then they wouldn't have the igniter you needed for HPS. So the, the we used to have HPS conversion bulbs, the 940 HPS that had the igniter. Ooh, 940s. Yeah, but we were giving up, you know, you're running 1,000 watts and getting, what, 940 out, so you're losing a little efficiency there. And, and I just, you know, I... I have no problem, but the, back when I was growing with my 10 lights, they were all Thowies. You know, they were all Thowie uh, HPSs. But I just think that there are advantages to upgrading your light. And I just wonder how long it would take to, <clears throat> first off, I bet you get a higher, uh, a better looking end product with a better light, with a better spectrum. And then will you get a little more of it, I wonder? And then will your power bill be a little lower because you can raise your temperatures? But this is all, he, he's hampered by his budget at the moment. Sure. Um, I mean, he even says, if I had the money on hand, I'd definitely upgrade to LED. Deal. Deal. Um, I just don't want people to think I'm being a snoot, man. You know, I mean, absolutely use what you got. There are definitely advantages to getting the better equipment. And the advantages are higher quality and, and more volume and more bang for the buck. And less overhead. <clears throat> Word. Yeah. I'm just looking at the next Grow Talk question, getting pumped. So I'll bring it in. Recharging it Cocoa. Yeah. Oh, no. Recharge and cocoa. Oh, I just added in the oh, no. Actually, no problem at all. This is from the germane, germline, gremlin, or germ. I think that's the germline. What yeah, do you got? Germ- Hang on. I, I went to the wrong one. I'm, I'm just <laughs> getting used to it here. No worries. I got recharge and cocoa, <laughs> the germline. It goes, hey, DGC, if I use recharge and cocoa and multi-feed six times a day, will that wash out the microbes? Also on your website, it says chlorine does not affect the microbes in recharge. What about fluoride? Here's my city's water report on fluoride. Please help. I got a one so, word, one word response to this one. So all of it, what is it? Yeah. Whoa, man. Glomulin. That's sticky. The key here. That's sticky. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, this is a, an, an analogy that Scott's used a hundred times is that it's like when you brush your teeth, the plaque that builds up on your teeth you can swish water around in there or rub it with your finger or whatever. It's not going to get it off of there. It's stuck to your teeth, and that's glomulin. It's a glue. Like, yeah, like a glue that bacteria make to help them stick to whatever environment they're in. Mm-hmm. And uh, the bacteria and, and fungi and recharge are no different. Uh, they produce a, this glomulin, and it helps it so that they get into the soil and they stay in the soil and they don't wash away. That's easy. what's so cool about recharge. <clears throat> and it, that's what it works with any 
pretty much any fertilizer because it, it stick, it'll it absorb, which makes bring it inside the, the bacteria, which becomes part of the bacteria. The bacteria don't live forever, so when they die, they die right in the root zone. They actually get go to the root zone to actually exchange. They, uh, they get the sugar, the starch from the roots, but they're, they're there, so they're actually delivering your nutrient, and if they don't have it inside them, it can stick to them, the outside of them. They'll have particles of nutrition stuck to the outside of them as well. So you want these things developing colonies in your root zone where they're, they're stuck in there. What up with, um, though, I'm looking at this water report, and if I'm reading it right here, it says on fluoride, the 2017 average, um, and they're measuring in units of part per, parts per million, so it says 0.66 was the average fluoride, so I'm assuming that's 0.66 parts per million, um, which is almost, isn't that like non-existent? Like that's almost like non-existent, so and the the bacteria in recharge. I mean, we we've had water studies done <laughs> on it than one. with uh, chlorine water with chlorine, chloraminated water, the water with fluorine in it or fluoride in it, and all of them. It's negligible negligible difference from uh like an RO or distilled water, right? And that's to, to, just from the fact that there's so many CFUs of bacteria in there that they'll with the colony forming units. Thank they'll, you. They'll uh they'll they'll pretty much uh, neutralize those inorganic uh, molecules that are in the water. And there's so few of those and so many of them, they do that rapidly. And then you're left with just a primordial biological soup. Left. <laughs> yeah. So even if a tiny bit of them get damaged, there's so many more to, to regenerate and recolonize. And then once they've neutralized the, what, whatever the pathogen or whatever the, uh, the, the like or, or, inorganic chemical that's in there, they, be yeah. it fluorine, chloramine mm-hmm. or uh, chlorine. There's just not enough of it where it, it can, it can attack and kill, you know, as many microbes as what is that for? What is that? MCL? Well, what is that? Uh, I mean, they're all, it's a type of chloride. They're, they're in the water to, in, in the line, mm-hmm. uh, under pressure to prevent uh, bacterial buildup from starting in the line. Right. It's not enough to, uh, especially when you're adding the amount that are in recharge, it's, it's not like a bleach or something that's going to go through and kill them all. It's there as like a maintenance type of thing, not as a, let's kill all these bacteria in there. Agreed. Agreed. And for your teeth, uh, triple, triple agree. I agree as well, sir. Uh-oh. Don't even get me started. I almost want to ask Guru if he's for fluoride in the water. I mean, no, no, no we don't need to go there. Hot topics, man. I know he is. <laughs> I already know he is, damn it. Why don't you have – just tell me who's slinging recharge then. Uh, what and, do we uh, got, man? ACL? AHL. Garden Supply in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Deal. What's A? Is that mocking DHL or I, I mean, what's up with like AHL? That. I don't know. I bet you it I, means I think it's, something. It's right? Albuquerque Hydro and lighting. And lighting. Albuquerque yeah. Hydro and lighting. I have to go boom deep back in my memory to think about that. Man. Back when you could actually make money selling lighting. All right. So moving on to a question from Baked Crusader. Oh, <laughs> and right. It says radical bags. Explanation point. Question mark. What up, DGC? I'm interested in growing in radical bags, but worried about fungus gnats being a problem with them. What's your experience with them and radical bags? Thanks, but you love the baked crusader. So, what's he? Talking? I reached. What's up? Yeah. So, what's he talking about? He's, he's one. He's thinking the fungus gnats are going to attack the roots on the side. Or I think he's thinking yeah. from. Have you ever seen those plastic, the super roots air pots? Yes. They yes. were literally like if you're going to get fungus gnats, like they're hell because there's so many little holes all around, and so much open soil surface. Sure. I think he's worried about that, but the holes on the radical bags are so small. But go ahead. I know you. You I was talked to, to say I, I talked to Shane 
um, shout out Cool Cat and a little bit about this and came under there because you're not going to have, I did get, I always get fungus gnats, man. If you guys use compost, if you use a bag compost, if you use worm castings, more than likely you're going to get fungus gnats. It's just part of uh, gardening. So putting the preventative measures in place as you would do with any container is, is what the answer is here. It's not, they, I did not have an issue with them habitating. And like, I think I even think that the pores are too small, but all along the sides, they like to hang out in their typical lo- location on the soil surface. When things are um, really and, damp. Yeah. And we take care of it. And you know, there's a multitude of ways, which again, I'm excited to get Jeremy from build a soil to get some of the beneficials that'll help. I've never done that yet. And I really want to do uh, beneficial insects for fungus snaps. Sure. Predators. I love the word predator. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, environmental control, biological controls, whatever you're doing for your IPM is strictly the answer to this question. And it's you're not going to be at any more of a downfall than a nursery pot um, or, or <coughs> trying to battle this same problem. Put your preventative measures in place. Sometimes, you know, all different soils, no matter what, have come with, you know, but there's, I remember the bad batch of can of cocoa. I remember the roots that, hey, man, all the roots, organics, man, every bag's got root aphids now. Sure. Like there's so many different things that go, ocean forest, dude, it gave me powdery mildew. Like there's variables. That's why as growers, we need to be sued? always doing it. Are you trying to get us it ne- also, never the, a soil sponsor? Those bags of soil could have, <laughs> it's not necessarily the manufacturer's fault. It could have sat out back sitting in some grass. Like they dropped the pallet out back behind the grocery store. I've seen it, man. Went to a hundred lighter and seeing. I'll keep the just so we can have one one sponsor we might possibly get. But I've seen the uh, pallet of the stuff sitting there, and I just went and looked, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's root aphids flying around, like the little flyers around the bottom. And aphids. I'm sorry, not root aphids. Aphids flying around the bottom. It's just of the pallet. No fault with anybody's, but I was like, wow, that's kind of. Kind of shady. It was somebody's fault, actually. Well, don't get me wrong. <clears throat> There's sterilization techniques that soil companies do that should take care of most problems, and sometimes it could be a company issue. But regardless, but it have the, no fear. Once it leaves their factory and it's sitting in the back warehouse of some, you know, you, you know, some, some shopping center for six weeks outside, and it, you know, it, it's no fault of Fox Farms if that happens. You know, no, it is not. And there is some, and I've seen definitely big, big growth stores. I've seen, you know, way to grow at one of their stores. They store racks of, of stuff outside. Mm-hmm. If it's wrapped properly, you still shouldn't get a pest issue. But yeah, it's right. another variable. Agreed. All right. And hey, by the way, if you yes. have bugs, you know, you got your little yellow sticky traps out because we're monitoring for bugs. And then you see something in there and you look, you want to say a little prayer that, that, that they are, uh, that they're fungus gnats and not root aphids fat or something worse. <laughs> fungus gnats are about the easiest thing to get rid of. All you have to really do is they come when it's really moist. They show up when it's really moist. So I even take a little layer of perlite or a little layer of lava rock, something that will dry out really quick that's not going to absorb a bunch of water. You're not so, a blowtorch guy? <laughs> I can put it up on top of the uh, uh, little, maybe an inch or two layer on top of the pot, and that will seem to create a layer, a dry layer, where the fungus gnats kind of don't care about my, my stuff anymore yes if you want to check out those just on their site uh radical bags dude they're definitely one reason i didn't get fabric pots because i didn't like to reuse i know you can reuse fabric pots Mm -hmm. i didn't like to reuse them more than a time or two or i didn't want to have to wash them the radical bags you'll use it over and over and over and over again check them out gardengearsupply.com coupon code dude he just put up a whole bunch of more information about their benefits as well so go entertain yourself and up your grow yeah all right uh we're getting to another uh a grow talk question correct recharging cocoa nope that's done we got one more down here two show oh, reveg uh, reveg is a hot topic right now it's on fire 
Google Analytics. <laughs> it's because everyone's outdoor about. plants are just starting to flower, and they're like, "Oh fuck, I want to keep this." <laughs> um, Hi Hog OG, we're looking at a picture here, and it says seeds are Girl Scout cookies. Fem seed from Uptown Grow Labs ended up being a dank plant. Let me just see what happens. Too short to reveg, guys. We're looking at a plant that literally there's nothing left of the plant. It's like a six inch six inch stalk, right? That's about as thick as a big magic marker, and it's sheared off. And then we've all seen this at the very bottom. There's just two, three little tiny, you know, sprouts coming off it that are, you know, your stress flowers at the bottom of the stalk. Yep. If you don't, and I think he could reveg this. That, there's that, life. That's there. your reveg starting right there. Let let those go. They'll turn in. They'll kind of get really ugly. They'll elongate out, and then throw after, some weird leaves and yeah, shit. Probably throw like some single petiole leaves for a while. Then after a while, they'll start to get a little, you know, more normalized. And uh, yeah, it, sh- it should be a decent plant. I don't know. I mean, it depends. You got to keep that thing healthy. You just got a huge cut on the top there. So good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Except yes. for that's fairly woody. When you have woody stems, they're. Uh, pretty good at healing themselves off mm-hmm. pretty quickly. I'm just saying, I mean, I've just, sometimes the plants just won't be the same. I don't know if it's a virus that they get or if they some kind of infection and whatnot, but sometimes I just notice that after, after they age and after all that abuse of flowering, uh, it just, maybe I'm just not patient enough. Maybe if I waited six months or so, <laughs> but in that six months I could have taken a, a clone and got what I I'm want. learning yeah. about. It's, it's a lot good. easier to just preemptive and take a couple cuts of everything mm-hmm. before you send it to flower. In my opinion, mm. yeah. If it takes six months for that thing to be normal, what could I have done in six months in that same space? That's all. I hog keep us filled in how long it takes for this thing to get revegged out. And uh, yeah, I think it's a, if it's a great option if if need be to save some 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 dank some dank genetics for but, you. I mean, there is other dank genetics. They're everywhere now. You know what I mean? It's not like. You'll, I don't you know. say that. You say that. Where does Scrooby be? Yeah, you are right. <laughs> you are <laughs> right. It's, where is that? It's right here. Okay, I'm safe. Anyway. It, right? uh, I think we're ready to put it in the bag here, guys. Uh, check out dudegrows.com forward slash value. Uh, really help support the show. We have we have a team now, Scotty. So since we have a team here, we got Potsy Leader, Grow Guru, Bruce Banner. That's right. JR Token. Myself and yourself, and uh, yeah, yeah, we're doing a bit of work. Yes, full on team, and that's how we take care of the team is by you guys doing a little donation. If you can tell, we're definitely never trying to like or like pour ourselves out to sponsorships and just calling nutrient companies and just going crazy with it. There's a few people that we work with is about the most we want to work with because they're cool in the community. Uh, so right. help a brother out and I will do the shout out to Dirty Homes and Farmer Fly. Yeah, I want to shout out to Big Mike and 23 Parts of Awesomeness. You want that, huh? What are you talking about? <laughs> Season Cheese 420 and Early Dabbers. I just got to interrupt. Is it really 23 bottles? <laughs> Only making that up. <laughs> Exotic alchemy and Red House grows. How about Hashman 420 and Laidback Stoner? Nana Boy and El Gringo de Mota. Yeah. <laughs> Stay higher, guys. All right. Summer, summer time. Yeah. I don't know. You get chilly around my, my neck of the woods, man. Fall's coming, dude. Summertime until September 15th. <laughs> Take her easy, dude. Peace out. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we lighten up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to do.